podcast on digital transformation industry 4.0 and emerging technologies i am vijay gunti and i am the host and with me is krishna kumar n krishna kumar n aka kk comes with 15 years of work experience spanning out of which 10 plus years in telecom industry he is an engineer and mba by education and i have worked with godrej hcl arisent and prodap have served as pre sales and business consultant pnl owner and country head for south africa welcome to the show uh, mr krishna kumar can you please introduce yourself to the audience yeah thank you thank you vijay for inviting me for this podcast i think this is a wonderful initiative and it will help a lot of emerging as well as uh, uh, the practitioners uh, in this industry uh, so i am come i, I uh, last 15 years of experience uh, i have been in the telecom industry for more than a decade now and had played several roles uh, including business consultant um, been a client partner and lastly served as a regional head for south africa and uh, i have consulted the major telcos across the us and uh, south africa in their process transformation uh, customer experience and several digital other transformation engagements as part of these engagements i have leveraged multiple technologies such as rpa aml network virtualization cloud and iot Uh, good to know krishna uh, so my next question is about the digital transformation uh, so according to you why digital transformation has to happen uh, now can you please elaborate on that yeah that's a great question vijay um, and uh, uh, see because i come from this uh, specific industry and i've been in this industry telecom industry for more than a decade now i will uh, give a perspective from this industry and i'm sure uh, as a consumer as a user we all have been impacted uh, by what is happening in the telecom world so uh, let me put it like this right so telcos uh, um, are earlier called as uh, just plain vanilla uh, uh, bandwidth providers but now uh, they are transforming themselves as digital service providers because of their uh, business sustenance and uh, other initiatives so uh, they are they are the bedrock of our lives today right i mean uh, they are uh this is even more uh, visible uh, after the global pandemic uh, they we work from home uh, we uh, we have our kids learning from home we see uh, doctors online um and then we are also buying from home as well as connecting with friends and family and um, having entertainment at home so all of this is really made possible because of uh, the telcos uh, they are a critical service uh, but their business that provides uh, services to the customers they also need to how the services uh, and the infra and the reliability uh, etc be be on the top notch right um, so they need to uh, but 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 uh, take it from this right like uh, uh, based on a survey right uh, uh, the study uh, by a lot of, lot of uh, uh, consultants in the us alone um, the whole last five years uh, it had, the data usage has gone up by 17 times and the bandwidth of the homes is up uh, uh, the, the speed itself is 7.5 times Uh, up in the last five years, and what is the consumption? Um, the way we consume Netflix, Amazon Prime, etc., has gone up by six times. But unfortunately, for all the exponential rise, in the <coughs> but unfortunately for the uh, for for all of these uh, rise in the uh, consumption uh, that consumers and businesses are having from the uh, telcos, uh, the revenues are not gone up uh, exponentially. Uh, it has stayed marginal. Uh, it is it has grown marginally. or a state flat which means it's a big challenge right i mean uh, they invest a lot of uh, capital dollars uh, to build out networks uh, to provide the services and then there are a lot of associated uh, operational cost uh, that is also increasing 
But for the DSPs, to meet the demands of the consumers and businesses and to be extremely profitable, it's going to be tough. It is, it is already uh, being difficult for them uh, to sustain. We are seeing a lot of mergers and acquisitions happening uh, due to this. And therefore, uh, they need to transform and they need to transform now. Uh, thank you for sharing uh, insights on digital transformation, uh, Krishna. Can you also share some interesting digital transformation use case that have you been part of? Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, I had uh, I can uh, a couple of things comes to the top of my mind. Uh, one of that uh, was uh, in, when I was during in the South Africa time, um, the rhinos, uh, the or the rhinoceros that we call right, like uh, that's a protected species and they are they are in the endangered category and they are marked as uh, very. Um, uh, they, they, they have a lot of threats from uh, the poachers and other things for their uh, uh, for the value of, uh, they, they bring to the table. So in order to save them, um, there was a collaboration between us and uh, a telecom player in South Africa, MTN, and a few more, uh, um, I mean, partners who came together to protect this. Uh, and uh, we leveraged IoT as technology as well as um, AML data analytics, uh, uh, we all put together uh, these technologies to uh, try and predict uh, the uh, animal behavior uh, whenever there is a poacher nearby and send alarms uh, to the rangers. Uh, so incidentally, the poachers have also killed a lot of rangers and uh, what was in 2004, uh, or a few hundreds of uh, rhinos are getting poached, but in 2014, 2015, uh, they were more than thousands of uh, rhinos were getting uh, killed for uh, their value. So uh, we we didn't even go to attack the or collar the uh, devices on the rhinos because uh, if there is a security breach, uh, uh, they uh, they can the poachers can go near to the uh, rhino. So we tagged these collars uh, in the nearby uh, animals uh, like uh, impalas or uh, zebras, uh, which which are also closer to uh, rhinos. Um, uh, and they, they all uh, go in habit um, at any point of time. So based on these animal behaviors, uh, we predict that there is an alarm, uh, there is an emergency, and then we dispatch um, uh, the alarms are notified uh, to the rangers, uh, to the nearby rangers, and they, they go equipped. So there is a different animal pattern that we observed uh, whenever there is some lion is there versus somebody shots with a rifle. So that's a clear distinctions which we could make uh, based on uh, the animal behavior patterns uh, through the study of data. Uh, this is one of the thing and a lot of appreciation came uh, from the government as well as a um, lot of the wildlife conservatives and etc. So this is also uh, one of the flagship programs that we have been part of, I have been part of. And uh, one more thing which I could uh, think of is um, about the customer experience uh, related initiatives itself. So one of the large, uh, I mean, a challenge at Telco uh, in this region are struggling to uh, retain customers and uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, swaps, uh, which means porting, number porting and other things happening to the number one, number two telco and this, this, this was a uh, third largest one in this region. So uh, we went and consulted and uh, um, implemented an omni-channel customer experience uh, portal for them. So this, is, this, uh, uh, this uh, project again leverages multiple technologies uh, uh, one is the AML, uh, then the predictive uh, customer care related uh, um, technologies. Uh, so all this come together to provide a seamlessly, um, I mean, to provide the uh, call center agents or uh, to the telecom uh, world, uh, uh, seamlessly uh, business uh, available to the customers uh, in a preferred manner, whenever and wherever they need it. 
so a customer can be in facebook they may be they would have commented something about a product and when they come to a call center uh, executive so they are able to track that this customer has had some bad experience in their service and they are able to provide discounts or able to proactively address that solution so this was uh, uh, really helpful and their customer nps uh, the net promoter score as they call uh, that improved very dramatically in the, in the once we implemented between 6 months to 1 year uh they they multiplied by i mean they they went up it went up by at least to 10 percentage points in the immediate range and then uh, as they move forward move forward it was again on the uh, upward trajectory so these are some of the um, uh, next gen initiatives or the digital transformation initiatives that has helped uh, either in the customer experience or from a kind of wildlife conservation standpoint uh, vijay uh Uh, thank you, Krishna, for uh, sharing the use cases. Uh, now, my next question is about uh, you know uh, the digital emerging technologies, uh, Krishna, uh, like IoTs, AIs, and blockchains are coming into the play. So, according to you, what are the underlying technologies that are powering digital transformation? Okay, so I feel any business wants to provide a better customer experience and value to their end uh, customers. and uh, reduce cost uh, or increase profits either of the three is what uh, uh, any of the programs or any of the initiatives they take any of the projects they undertake uh, will address at least one of these three or uh, all the three uh, so from that perspective in my in my customer conversations we talk a lot about the technologies that are based on data uh, data based analytics ai and ml across various functions such as it operations network etc and cloud based technologies right i mean uh, now everyone is talking about cloud uh, the reason being uh, you can convert your uh, capex investment into a opex uh, align item which which means uh, financially it makes a lot of sense for the um, any enterprise and uh, uh, each technology but each technology is at various maturity levels right i mean uh, some of them uh, for some company uh, they are having a lot of data they are able to start off at a very good uh, level Uh, but uh, in some companies, uh, uh, the data capture itself has been uh, not as as rugged as uh, as it is required. So they are in a different maturity level and a different journey. But I feel a combination of all the above is used somewhere or other at any major enterprise uh, region. Uh, so my final question is about the upskill reskill uh, uh, scenario, Krishna. So according to you. what do you suggest to students and professionals to do better placed and to gain opportunities arising out of digital transformation okay, uh, so uh, i have i've been reading this world economic forum uh, future of jobs survey uh, and there's a lot of uh, information that are really valuable for any um, practitioner any uh, professional or any aspiring uh, entrepreneur as well as a, a a new person coming into the job right i mean students who are passing out of colleges so over the past decade a set of ground breaking emerging technologies have signaled the start of the fourth industrial revolution the 4.0 but to capture the opportunities created by these technologies many companies right across uh, across the private as well as public sector have embarked on reorientation of the strategic direction uh, so by 2025 the capabilities of machines and algorithms will be more broadly employed um, than in the previous years and the workouts performed by machines will match the time spent working by human beings uh, the, the basically the augmentation of work uh, will disrupt the employment prospects of workers across a broad range of industries and geographies so the new data from uh, future of jobs survey suggests that an average uh, 15% of a company's workforce is at a disruption uh, in the sense uh, 
uh, their work is sort of going to get disrupted. Uh, and then again, another 6% uh, is going to get fully displaced. Uh, so whatever, uh, like the typewriters of our era has got displaced by data entry operators. Now data entry operators might get displaced by uh, human uh, machine or robot. So as per the World Economic, uh, again, this uh, report, uh, these are the top uh, demand areas in the next five years, uh, right? I mean, one is the cloud computing, which I mean, in all my customer conversations, that's that's there prominent, uh, big data analytics, internet of things and connected devices. And more importantly, uh, a lot of things in the area of cybersecurity and uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, when it comes to jobs, I feel uh, some of the job profiles that are going to be in demand, uh, at least in the next five years, uh, are uh, data analysts and scientists, um, AI machine learning specialists, ability data specialists, for example, process automation specialists, and then digital marketing, right? I mean, after this COVID, uh, there's a lot of need for people and businesses to do uh, remotely without even having a storefront, a physical storefront, which means uh, you need to sell products and services online, you need to market products and services online. So, I feel digital marketing um, and strategy also is going to gain a lot of prominence apart from the information security related uh, roles. So these are some of the things which I think uh, uh, would be a really uh, great area to focus on for any aspiring uh, student to, uh, I mean, student to uh, professional transformation guys and uh, people who are already in jobs. So they need to look at uh, these trends and align their uh, career path towards that. Okay. Ah. Thanks, Krishna, for sharing your insights uh, in our podcast related to digital transformation, emerging technologies, uh, and uh, business benefits, uh, challenges, and also your, gui your guidance and suggestions to students, freshers, and professionals. Thank you very much for joining our show. Thank you. Thank you, Vijay, for giving me this opportunity. I wish all your readers, I mean, listeners of the podcast, a wonderful future ahead. To the audience, stay tuned for more such industry insights on digital transformation, Industry 4.0 and emerging technologies from industry experts.